gives you two choices when it throws everything at you. You can let it swallow you whole or you take those lemons. And as the old saying goes, you turn it into sweet, delicious lemonade. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Welcome to Lemonade. I'm your host, Elizabeth O'Neill, and I'll be sharing the incredible stories from inspiring people who've turned the hardest times in their life, their lemons into lemonade. Because let's be real, we all want to know how they did it, the lessons they learnt, and what life is like sipping limoncello on the other side. Let's get juicing. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Midweek Squeeze. I hope you're having an awesome week so far and you had a lovely, as possible, Mother's Day. I know that can be a hard day for a lot of people, especially if you've lost your mum or you are wanting to have children or you are a single mum and it can sometimes feel a bit lonely. I see you and I feel you and I hear you and I'm sending you all of my love. For this week's episode of the Midweek Squeeze, I wanted to discuss 10 ways to raise your vibration because the cliche of your vibe attracting your tribe is unfortunately so true. The frequency you're vibrating at determines who and what you're attracting into your life. And I see this so much in the women that message and email me who want to improve their life somewhat or want to call in more abundance and joy, but they're still so bogged down in, uh, so understandably as well, in something that has happened to them, an event that has happened to them. Maybe it's a separation or Maybe it's just some kind of rut in their life that they're finding it hard to get through and get over. The best thing and the thing I I say to everyone that comes to me in that kind of predicament is to spend some time, well, nurturing and taking care of yourself, but on raising your vibration. Because as I said, that cliche of your vibe attracting your tribe is so true. The frequency you're vibrating at determines who and what you're attracting into your life. So if you want more abundance, if you want more love, if you want more joy, if you want more success, if you want more prosperity, you have to embody all of these things. And I've said this so many times, but it almost feels like you're faking it until you're making it. Now, that doesn't mean discounting what you're feeling and experiencing if you are feeling low or you do have a blowout, but it means actively working every day to better yourself, even if sometimes it feels like two steps forward and one step back. And even if sometimes it feels like you're being an imposter in the sense that maybe you want more joy in your life, but you don't feel particularly joyful. That's more what I mean about that faking it to making it notion like act like you're joyful make get into the feeling of what joy would feel like the vibration of joy would feel like if you were to experience it do things that you would do if you were joyful if I was joyful I would be dancing around the house with my son I would be going on leisurely walks I wouldn't be feeling so stressed and overwhelmed and I'd be doing things that take care of myself like having a bath or meditating Get into that frequency, that vibration of what you were trying to call in, even if it doesn't feel that accurate to how you're feeling in the moment. So these are my 10 steps that I have actively practiced over the last few years to try and raise my vibration. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of times that I've fallen off the wagon, or as I said, I've gone two steps forward and one step back. But if I get back to these core steps, I tend to find that they are the best way to pull me out of a slump and raise my vibration and call in what I want more of into my life as well. The number one step is to eat really nourishing food 
take care of your gut and drink lots of water. There is increasing research on the role our gut health plays in our mental health, and it's estimated 90% of our happy hormone, serotonin, is manufactured in our gut. So there is no way we can just focus on our mental health and discount everything else. It's all one. We have to take a really holistic approach. We know how it feels to eat crappy food, crappy junk food as opposed to whole nourishing fresh food. I know with me, I can literally feel the difference. That means eating more greens, more veggies, more whole foods, and that'll improve our vibration drastically. We sleep better, we think clearer, and our body thrives. The best thing I did was enlist the help of a nutritionist who helped me see what was going on with my gut and put me on a bunch of supplements and recommended all simple little diet changes to help sort it out. I'll tag Catherine Hay in the show notes because she's helped my life infinitely. The second step is meditate because I've said this a thousand million billion times. The answers you seek are inwards. Meditation helps to improve memory, concentration, increase empathy, makes us less irritable and bothered by everyday stresses like traffic. It lowers stress and cortisol in our body, forces us to stop and find strength in stillness in this crazy busy 24-7 world. You can download apps like Insight Timer, which is totally free, which has got thousands, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of meditations loaded onto it. You can learn to meditate with a coach. You can just access meditations on YouTube, just anything to help you slow down, chill out, go inward will raise your vibe. Three, seek external help with a therapist, take responsibility. Now, it may not be your fault what happened in your life, but it is totally 100% your job to take responsibility for your healing afterwards. A A therapist helps analyze the part you played in your entire life story, delve into your childhood and pick apart your patterns and stories you tell yourself that are keeping you stuck, preventing you from moving forward and stopping you from having the life that you should be having, the life that you you deserve. The bravest thing that we can do is take ownership of our story, particularly if we have children, because we don't want to pass on our conditioning, our traumas or our patterns onto them. Talking to my therapist has been one of the most profound things I've done especially this year, and has entirely changed my life. And I can't overstate that enough. Number four, move your body daily. I'm talking yoga. I'm talking Pilates. I'm talking a walk. I'm talking high intensity exercise. I'm talking swimming. I'm talking a dance party in your pajamas at midday. If that feels right, do whatever feels good. It's just as much about your mental health as your physical. It's about getting that blood pumping, moving your muscles and your bones, getting your steps up because we're made to move. We're not made to sit at a computer all day. We're made to get those endorphins flowing and moving our body helps move that stagnant energy and helps us release it. So it's such an effective, simple way to raise your vibe and pull you out of your slump, just getting that heart rate up or going for a walk, which leads me perfectly into point number five, get in nature, absorb some sunshine, biophilia. I saw somewhere that we are essentially just plants, but with more complex emotions. We just need water and sunshine to thrive. And that basically is what biophilia is all about. And it's actually a scientific thing. It's a theory that humans have an innate need to seek connection with nature and other forms of life. Hence the term nature fix and why so many of us are drawn to go to the beach or the park whenever we feel really down. And when you think back to primitive times, it does really make sense because nature is where we lived. It's where we thrived. Now with our apartments and our urban life, 
lifestyle and spending most of our days indoors at our jobs at on our at our desks we're further away than ever from nature from the outdoors from all the benefits we get from being around greenery the ocean the grass a study has found that bushwalks are associated with decreased levels of anxiety and bad moods and another study found walks could be useful in addition to other treatments for depression. There is also research showing patients in hospitals with a view of greenery recovered faster and required less medication than ones who didn't have that view. There are so many studies out there proving the link between nature and our mood. So if you're feeling flat, get some fresh air, put your feet on the grass, touch a tree, go for a swim. Science aside, we know It'll make you feel better anecdotally. And of course, raise your vibration. Also, it's really good for our gut microbiome to be in dirt, to touch trees and swim in water, walk in bare feet, to immerse ourselves in different environments with bacteria, essentially. Number six, practice gratitude. Now, if you haven't, firstly, if you haven't read or listened to the audio book version of The Resilience Project, do that ASAP, not a second sooner. I almost want you to stop listening to this and go and do that. But I also want you to continue listening to this. So maybe maybe once this is done, go and listen to The Resilience Project or buy the, buy the actual physical book version because it will change your life. It talks about how living a grateful life is intrinsically linked to increased happiness and overall life satisfaction. Being conscious of feeling grateful for what we have helps us refocus our thoughts from lack to abundance. And that's the building block to raising your vibration and manifesting what your heart truly desires. Now, I do this with Ollie, my son, every night in bed. We talk about our day and what we are grateful for, which is awesome to do with little people. It helps instill within them a sense of gratitude so that they grow up appreciating their privilege rather than feeling entitled to it. Some of the other things we can do is keep a gratitude diary and write in it three things, either every morning or every night, whatever works for you that you're grateful for. It doesn't matter how simple the things that you're grateful are that day. It all counts and it all matters because it all helps to shift that vibration of appreciation. And that then in turn is hugely important for our overall well-being. Seven, be conscious of who you give your energy to. Now, you know those friends you only bond with when you're bitching about someone else or eating shit food or when you're together, you drink excessively. Well, yeah, I had to break it to you, but they're lowering your overall vibe. And I'm not saying to cut people out unless, of course, it's abusive and necessary, of course. But become, I'm asking you to become curious as to how you feel when you're around certain people. Some people will pull you up and make you feel like a better person once you leave their company, while others will want to pull you down to their level and you'll literally feel it once you've left their company. You'll feel heavier. You'll feel tired. You'll feel worked up. You'll feel like, you know, binge eating. You'll feel like drinking. You'll just, it'll just decrease your vibration essentially. The higher you vibe naturally though, these people will just fall away anyway. So all I'm asking you to do is just be aware of how you feel when you're around certain people. And it might be that, you know, if especially if they're family members and you can't don't really have a choice but to see these kinds of people that drain you. A really good thing you can do, and I'm sure you can. it'll be on Google, is do a white light meditation before you're with them. Wear a black tourmaline crystal. Sage yourself once you've been in their company. All these things help to preserve our energy and our vibration and make sure we're not infiltrated by theirs, essentially. 
Number eight, do something new. We're so used to only doing things we've tried before and that we know we're good at and bowing out when it's too hard. But We need to feel that awkwardness of doing something for the first time, especially in adulthood. That doesn't go away now that we're adults. We need to feel that fear, that vulnerability of looking like an idiot to keep growing. So if you want to do a dance class or go to the gym or learn a new skill, but you're too afraid of looking silly or you're conscious of what people may think of you, you're really only holding yourself back from evolving, from meeting new people, from being brave, from that feeling of struggling, but overcoming it. That is so necessary for all of us. It was essential for us when we're children. It's just essential for us to experience that discomfort and learn something new and feel silly and awkward for a moment to raise our overall vibe. Vibe, And you never know what come out of it. You don't, never know who you might meet if you go to that class or you never know the joy that you might find from a dance class. It is so, so, so important, this step. And I think It's a step that a lot of us forget or don't think is important. Um, You know, and and if you are very conscious of going to an actual class, it's a perfect environment right now in this COVID world that everything is online. So do it, do it through a Zoom class, do it through a yoga, um, uh, sorry, a YouTube, a YouTube clip, do anything you can do to try something new. And then I can't encourage you enough that once we are back to normal, whatever that normal will look like and classes start opening up, go ahead and try that as well. You've got really nothing to lose. Number nine, get enough sleep. Now, of course, I'm no expert, but we all know we need to be getting at least eight hours of shut eye. It's imperative for our physical health to heal and repair, but it's also vital for our mental health to switch off recharge. And we all know our sleep quality literally infiltrates every area of our life, especially if we neglect it. And now I know if you've got a new baby, that can be super hard. And I get that. I'm just having memories right now of when Ollie was went through that dreaded four-month sleep regression. And if you have a child that's been through that or is about to go through that or is going through that, you'll feel me. And I just remember hardly having any sleep and I felt hung over the next day. I felt sick. I felt disorientated. It was a horrible, horrible feeling. So that extreme ex- aside, because we know that isn't forever, um, if you are in a position where you can go to bed earlier, you can implement a night routine or perhaps take a bath, dim the lights as it starts getting later and uh, as, as, you, as you get closer to bedtime, do some gentle stretching why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you help decompress your nervous system and give yourself the best shot of resting so you can wake the next day feeling ready to own it? Quality sleep is the best thing you can do for your overall health. And of course, raise that vibration. Number 10, read, listen to podcasts, consume quality content. Now, what I mean by that is consume content that nourishes you, that teaches you something new, helps you expand your horizons and therefore grow. But saying that, don't get me wrong, I love a cheeky dose of keeping up with the Kardashians or something that can help me just switch off, especially if I've been at work all day. But that's balanced with the podcasts I listen to and the books I read, many of which have greatly influenced my parenting, my self-care practices, my mental health. They stimulate me intellectually. They help me learn new techniques and they introduce me to new ideas and people because learning doesn't finish when we leave school. It's so important to keep evolving, to be open to new ideas, to accept we don't know it all and soak in wisdom whenever and wherever we can get it from people who, as my life coach Monique Barry says, are 10, sometimes can only be 10% ahead of us in, I guess, 
the game of life, but we can learn so much from them and we can we can soak in their wisdom and soak in their knowledge to help us evolve and grow. And don't always, a really important point is not to always listen to and read the same kind of genres. Expand your interest to include topics or book genres that challenge you or your beliefs. Intellectual stimulation is a great imperative way to raise your vibration and one that is often overlooked. Now, they are my 10 steps. There's so many more I think that, you know, I could add to the list. I'm sure I could think of a 30 steps to raise your vibration if I really wanted to. But I think those 10, if you just kind of stuck to those, if you nourish yourself with those 10 steps, I reckon you're going to be in pretty good stead to raising your vibration to call in the life that you want, but not only the life that you want, the life that you deserve as well, the life that we all deserve. We all deserve to live a life free of our past and free of the patterns and free of the struggles and the traumas that bring us down. We all deserve to evolve past that, but it's also up to us to get past that and to do everything we can to get past that and to to then become the best version of ourselves so that we are the best version for everyone else around us as well. And that also inspires people around you as well. I know with me, when I do a lot of these things, it's inspired, say, my mum or it's inspired friends or people I know to take up these kinds of practices too. And that, you know, that can only be a good thing when people, more people are collectively working to raise their vibration. It can only be good for the collective, for the planet, I guess. So I hope these all helped. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can always do so at Elizabeth O'Neill. I'll have a new podcast episode out on Monday with an awesome guest, and I think you'll love that one. As always, I would absolutely love it if you could hit subscribe, leave a review and hit five stars if you haven't yet already. That just helps boost the podcast in the whole analytics of Apple Podcasts, which then in turn helps other people find Lemonade who perhaps really need this kind of content, just as you might, just as I I do and I did once upon a time. Um, you know, I guess it's a really selfless way to give back and, and try and get this kind of stuff out there because it's all really helped me. It's helped other people and hopefully it's helping you and hopefully we can reach even more people. Thank you so much again for listening. I'm always here to chat. Otherwise, I'll be back in your earphones on Monday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.